Welcome to 353rd. I'm Anders Brownworth. I am Scott Barstow. 353rd is a podcast where we talk about the impact of the internet on business. And today I'd like to talk about uh, some... Okay, so now this is it's speculation. Speculation like this is not the norm. Maybe it is. I don't know. I think it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, normally <laughs> we're is. wildly speculative, uh, very, speculative very, with very our speculative. Yeah. <laughs> I think true. We've, we've predicted the doom of Microsoft on, num- on numerous occasions. That's pretty speculative. We have. We have. That and RIM. Um, <laughs> so so I was thinking about something. I was thinking about uh, – now, if, if I take myself back to, oh, 10 years ago, less than 10 years – five years ago, really, there was – the there was in in cameras there was point and shoot, and then there was the SLR. Yeah, I sure. took it back ten years, right? There really wasn't much between that. Right now, you know, with cell phones coming in, you you have the point and shoot on on the sort of in the middle being squeezed by the SLR on one side and the the uh, mobile phone on the other, and so the point and shoot always said convenience you know yep. and the slr yeah, and easy to use and convenient usually small yeah usually right, right there always with you right kind yep. of, or usually yep. with you yep. and the slr was like quality you're gonna you're gonna take a quality picture it's gonna be this slr single lens reflex camera it's gonna have interchangeable lenses it's gonna be i'm geeking out and i'm spending a lot of money right so, yeah, yeah, and I want, and I want, I'm paying attention to high quality. I really want to make sure I get the, you know, I learn. I'm going to spend some time to learn how to use it. I'm going to do whatever. Yeah. So I, I'm going to. I'm. It's it's sort of the pro am, right? Yeah, exactly. They're I think not. That's good yeah, analogy. It's, it's, you're not. You're not. You're not taking professional pictures yet, but yeah. you are. You want to take stuff that where you're messing around with the angles, you're messing around with the light, you're doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So uh, so in looking at that, so that's quality. So now it seems that the, the uh, smartphone is a, or rather the cell phone, I'm going to stop calling them smartphones, we'll get to why later, but uh, the cell phone represents the convenience and basically has pushed the point and shoot out of the way. Yep. And then you have these, you have these companies, I'll, I'll, I'll point out too, of course, Canon, uh, and you have Sony. So... If, if, if this is where it gets speculative. Okay, so I'm 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 thinking way down the road here. How has Canon handled this versus how has Sony? Somebody pulled an iPhone apart and found out that Apple is getting the iPhone camera from Sony. Right. So you could argue Sony's point and shoots and blah blah blah. Those businesses, as they flow, as they kind of disappear. They're replacing that with by, by building being a component manufacturer. Yep. Whereas, yeah, they're taking their technology and embedding it elsewhere. Exactly. Yep. Whereas with Canon, they're basically SLR only. You know, the Canon point and shoot, their little you know power shot. Yeah. It's a, was a fantastic camera. Among yeah, that was the, the best. Uh, that, that was, was the, best. the what, was, what was the name of the guy that uh, the actor uh, is married to Demi Moore, Ashton Kutcher. That's kind of, that was kind of his thing, right? Or really? was it was he Nikon? I don't know. I so, are you putting Nikon in the same boat as Canon, by the way, for purposes of this discussion? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. But here's why I picked Sony and Canon. Okay. Okay. I'm looking at I'm looking at CEOs. Very interestingly, today two things were announced. One, 
the president of Canon was stepping down amongst poor performance, I assume, in, in, in the, uh, the, the point-and-shoot area, and Sony has finally gotten rid of uh, Howard Stringer. Right. Um, th- these two things I don't think are coincidental. You can, you can argue about the, the earthquake has, you know, uh, has constrained supply or changed the market or whatever it is. I, I, I don't buy it. I don't think that's why these markets are squeezing. I don't think that's why these CEOs and pres- presidents are leaving. Um, I, think, I think there's – this is where it's speculative. I think it's, it's a longer-term issue with the, uh, the, just the fact of the matter that the, uh, that the point and shoot is getting squeezed out. And, and you know, obviously with Sony, they're a much bigger company than just making point and shoots. But uh, you, you get the idea. It's sort of a bigger thing. Yeah. Um, so I, but I'm sensing this, this trend in CEO turnover. Now let's you – know, what else we got? We got, we got RIM. I mean that's obviously the big one. There's there's uh, Lazardus and uh, Basili uh, who were uh, who have either stepped down or kicked out. I, I can't really tell. And this this new guy comes in, Thorsten Hines, right? He sounds like you know I, I'm I'm not really you know I'm not really sure, but I don't think he's really anything different. Kind of came up from inside. So Sony's Stringer is gone. You know, Hirari is in uh, Canon. Uh, the president uh, Ushida is out, and Mitarari, or I don't know how to pronounce his name, uh, has taken over. He's essentially the CEO is taking over uh, the presidential role. And interestingly, also I'll add in there, Apple, Steve Jobs gone, uh, Tim Cook in. Right, um, obviously for different reasons. For different reasons. Point, for different the, reasons. The risk of stating the obvious. That's true. But but what was pointed out by this guy named Sammy the Wal- Walrus on uh, AAPL Orchard, which I thought was a clever clever name, Apple Orchard. I think it's AAPL, <laughs> AAPL Orchard.tumblr.com or something like that. He points out that because then we have these CEOs sort of disappearing, taking off, and new ones coming in, you get these grand kind of set the stage statements do you remember the set the stage statement of rim thorsten Hines? do you remember this i do not so there's a video a very i would argue incoherent video when you consider <laughs> the fact that it came through the rim marketing machine sure it, it ends up first of all the guy's like oh, i can't believe it's greatest thing in the world to be ceo and then he goes on to i mean i i I fell asleep immediately. I couldn't follow him at all. He sounded like he was directly out of business school. Yeah. It was just buzzword after buzzword with no, we're going to keep on, we're going to whatever. And he's sort of an operator, so I mean, maybe. But I just, it was clear that he was cut from the same cloth, to me at least. Yeah, so do you think that the, so is it your postulation that the these companies uh, I mean, it's always been survive or adapt and survive or don't and go away. I don't think that's anything new. Yeah. But what we're seeing in certainly in the camera industry is you've got if you take Canon, you've got a company that uh, for the most part is producing cameras that cost seven hundred bucks and up yeah. now. Um, because that's really I don't know I don't know what the latest uh, you know the shirt sure, not sure shot but. Um, yeah, the, the, new, one, the Rebel. Like the yeah, the new Rebel. I don't know what the price point on that is, but it's got to be at least seven hundred. Yeah, yeah, bucks. it's in that. It's in that neighborhood. Sure. Right. Right. And so, um, and so it seems to me that 
mean, I know of, you know, there, there are some amount of people that will spend 700 bucks on a camera. I'm certainly one of them. I'll spend more than that. Sure. Um, but of the people I know, I'm just thinking about friends I have and things like that. I don't know. I mean, you've obviously got, you know, very high end equipment and things like that, but I don't know of anybody that, that isn't into technology or isn't into, you know, having lots of really cool pictures on their wall or whatever. Um, that is going to spend that kind of money. And furthermore, to your to how you started the conversation, most of those people are fine with the picture they get on their phone because the cameras are so good on you know phones these days. It's just insane. Well, I mean, I'll say app- I'll say they're good enough. I wouldn't say they're so good, right? Well, I mean, but for it, they're as good as the little Canon Sure Shot that yeah, my daughter are. that my daughter carries. You know, when we went to Italy, she had her own camera, and it was a little. You know, we bought it before she left, and and. She so she could take her own pictures and it yeah. was really cool, like to see her view of Italy yeah. versus ours. Sure. And so, but now you know she has an iPhone, and so she would just take that. Yeah. So and, so, so what's happened to that camera? Is it just sitting there? I mean, just yeah, it just sits. That's yeah, it. Never gets used. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. see, that's under. See, I, I I think this is exactly what's happening. There's this crush going on. There's enough room in the market for a a high end and a low end. It's not good, better, best. It's just good and best. Yes, there is no better anymore. <laughs> and there's a lot of that. Out. There's a lot of that in in many industries. I mean, we're sort of seeing that in with iPads and that, yeah. like the tablet industry. You've got the iPad, which is the best, and you've got everything else, and then and then you've got you know all these kind of things in the middle that nobody cares about. And I don't know what the low end would be in the tablet market, but uh, I don't With know fire? what the yeah, maybe that's probably it. It's probably the you know, I think the the players, the really the players that matter are the Kindle Fire and the yeah. iPad. And the yeah. Kindle Fire is is to use your analogy is good enough. Yeah, uh, I can get I can get games. I can watch Netflix. I can do all this. You know, I can I can read my book. I can do all those things. Yeah, I don't have uh, to spend five hundred bucks. I know I spend two instead of five. Yeah, and but if I want the best thing on the market, I spend five and I'm happy to do it. Yeah. And, but I'm not gonna. I mean, I just don't know anybody that's gone out and bought a. You know, I don't know anybody that's bought like the Samsung Galaxy tablet. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you know, I, I certainly don't see them around. There's no question about that. But it's yeah. it's it's anyway. That's yeah. So well, let me get back to my point. So so you know, I'm looking at uh, Rim and and Thorsten has his you know his craziness that was supposed to be filtered through the Rim marketing machine didn't seem to be to me. Um, and then you have Sony. So, uh, you know, Harari comes in, uh, this transition incidentally has not actually happened and won't for several more months. But when, when, you know, he's coming in, he's got to set the stage. So he makes a statement he puts a little video online and he's basically saying things like, you know, we're going to drive growth. We're going to squeeze it out of the core businesses. We're going to, you know, accelerate the innovation and, and blah, blah, blah. Right. Now, compare that to what Tim Cook said on taking the leadership of Apple. And he says he's going to make the best products in the world that, you know, to delight people. Yeah. That's what he said. No, nothing about innovation, nothing about driving anything 
core no, strategies. About, that, yeah, no, none of this uh, corporate blather about right. reorganizing this and streamlining that and, you know, and doing away with bad product lines. It's just we're – and I think that's the vision that obviously he's carried through from Steve Jobs and, uh, and certainly um, – yeah, anybody there that's near the top at Apple, I think that if you ask them that question, they would say that's really what they're about. Yeah, and it's and I think that's why they're obvious. I mean, they're blowing the absolutely blowing the doors off. You know, quarterly <laughs> you know quarterly reports and all of that sort of stuff. It is embarrassing. Isn't yeah, it? I mean, it's just insane. Yeah. And uh, and I think it the difference is stark is that you've got these companies that the companies that we're seeing dying off. Are companies that I would imagine are run in a traditional way, and I think that was fine. You know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, you could you could put a decent product out, people would buy it, and then you would you know you kind of milk that, put it in maintenance mode, then you come out with a new version of it. For talking about cameras, it's like yeah. okay, well every year you get the new Rebel, you know, and it's you know the it's two megapixels better. Uh, you know, the new version is just a little bit better than the last one, but uh, it's really the same camera. Yeah. And uh, and I think those industries where – and Microsoft, you know, not to beat, beat them to death, but that's really how they were made. If yeah. you think about it, they came out with a new release that didn't really – most of the time wasn't – there wasn't a lot of there there in the new release. It was a few enhancements based on, you know, what was new in computing yeah. And and so they are – I think that's why they're suffering is it's a lot of the same kinds of mindsets, I would argue, that it's just, okay, well, let's kind of crank things out. Let's make marginal improvements instead of, you know, making major leaps every year or two. Yeah. And major leaps forward and being focused on only doing that. Yeah. So I got a question for you. So Harry Stringer at Sony, right? Sony, this is a company that came up with the with the Trinitron display, the Walkman. They they basically created the market that was taken over by the iPod, right? Right. They yeah. they um, they have they have some you know the Sony Ericsson thing. There's some mobile phone stuff, whatever they're dabbling in. It's nothing, you know. What so and they're they're obviously faltering. Okay, what do you do? You're you're the 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 reins are being held swung over from Harry Stringer over to Scott Barstow. What do you do? What how do you position the company? What's your like? Wh- what's your platform here? How do you compete? You have all this legacy of Sony behind you. You have this this absolute monster that is Apple roaring in front of you and basically taking all the wind out of your sails, making it look like you can't do anything right. Yeah. What do you do? Well, I think there's a there's a couple of things to do there, uh, and thanks for blindsiding me with that question. Yeah, you by got the way, it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I think the uh, the first thing is is that Sony is still a great company, and that's yeah, the thing that you've got to remember is that they've got the PlayStation, their TVs are fantastic, so they've got these business lines that are still really strong. Yeah. Right. And so I think I don't know that you let the you know you just kill everything off that's not working, but I think the the approach of looking for maybe you're not 
you know, the company that makes the thing that winds up in the consumer's hand. Maybe you're the company that yeah. specializes in making the thing that goes into the thing. That ends up that, in the customer's hand. That ends up yeah. in the consumer's hand. Like you were talking about with, uh, you know, Apple embedding, you know, the camera and all that, or the camera technology from... Um, uh, Sony, sure. From, yeah. So yeah. I think that for companies that are really good at making, you know, Sony has been a great technology company for as long as I've been alive. Yeah. And, you know, whether it was, uh, like you talked about, you know, the Walkman kind of invented carrying music around with you. Yeah. And they kind of, they, they, they essentially created that market, if you think about it. Yeah, and, no question. The personal and, player market, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, everybody to want, and we talked about this in prior shows. Yeah. Everybody wanted in 1986. Everybody wanted a Walkman, sure. not uh, not an iPod or an iPhone or whatever. It was so that would they were that was the iPod of the day, and the fact that you could carry around you know a 90 minute cassette tape in your uh, you know in your pocket. Yeah, let's, essentially, let's, let's take this. Let's take this step back for a second. So, I you do remember this? I remember this when when. You put on headphones pretty much for the first time. You could listen to just the thing that you wanted, whether it was the radio yeah. or a cassette or whatever. It was just what you wanted and was playing only for you. It was sort of like your own bubble or your own little world you were in. And you could basically tune out of, of real life and, and just kind of kick back and rock for, for a while. Yeah, I totally remember. I remember the Christmas that I got my Walkman. Yeah, I remember, uh, you know, I remember I used to go out, you know, I lived in upstate New York and I used to go out when I was mowing the grass. I can vividly remember having the, you know, I'm walking behind the mower with my Walkman just blasting. Um, you know, <laughs> totally. I, could, I could barely hear it, but yeah. it was loud enough to probably, I'm sure it, a lot of that is why I can't hear anymore. But, <laughs> um, but I remember sitting, you know, I, I played a lot of sports in high school. I remember riding on the bus. Yeah. And sure, you know, every, sure. everybody had their headphones on much like it is today. Yeah. And everybody had their headphones on listening to whatever they wanted to listen to. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, so they, they invented that category. They invented the, the personal, you know, music for just one person category, right? Yep, they the did. iPod exploited it. So they did. I would argue that with Sony, their problem is they have always concentrated on hardware above all else. And if that's what you do, yep, you end up making that little camera inside the iPhone. But I in agree. reality, if you want to turn that company around, you have to you have to refocus them on software. Maybe and I think, or and even more than that, I would I would I would argue is aesthetics. And because Sony was a player when the iPod came out, Sony was in that space. Sure. Yeah. Um, and but it was you know it was clunky, it was kludgy. Their MP3 players weren't any good. Ridiculous formats. Remember the yeah. memory flash memory I do. card? Yeah, whatever? absolutely. Come they on. had their own proprietary format, <laughs> and they did that in cameras too. Yeah, I know. Remember it. they had their own I proprietary do. image yeah. format. Yeah. Like, what are you people doing? Yeah, they were smoking crap. And you had, I, I don't know. You had to have their software to yeah. pull the stuff off the camera. Do, and it's just stupid. So my brother keeps reminding me of this. Do you remember the mini disc? The, like, yes. the, the Sony mini. So 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 we all had CDs, and there was no digital recordable media at all. Sony comes out with this recordable media called the mini disc. Awesome. I'm there. This is going to be great, right? Yeah. You can't record to it digitally. You have to go through an analog step. What's wrong with you guys? And then once you get the data onto the thing, you can only play it out through analog. 
Yes. You can't play it out digitally because that would be a rights. Who knows? They, yeah. Uh, some, oh, what a yeah, total waste that was. Yeah, totally. Yeah, just a disaster. Unbelievable. So they need to. So Sony was brilliant on those. They had UI, but hardware UI. You yes. know, they could make that 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 button on that you know Walkman play button feel so good to, to yep. press in and solid and and like you yeah. know you hit stop and it snaps just right. And they had the volume was had the right tugginess to it, so it, yeah, I, mean, I agree. Did and right. it, it didn't feel chintzy when they didn't feel chintzy at all, right? Totally, just just really quality. So they needed to do that. So maybe not what they don't need is software. What they need is UI. Okay, and and, and yeah. in a software in a, in a context, gener- in a generic sense, yeah, yeah, but 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 generally, they need to do the unbelievable stuff in hardware that they do in software. And the question is, can they actually do that? And uh, I mean, just think about. Here's the thing with Sony in particular. Just think about they're they're always out front in. I guess it's probably not as true anymore. But remember the Sony Trinitron TV. Totally loved um, it. You remember the uh, they they're uh, the first. Um, HD TVs that Sony put out of that huge tube. Yep. I, I had the 36 inch. Yeah. You know, the thing weighed 250 pounds. Yeah, at least. Yeah, um, my but dad had the one. Screen was amazing yeah. at the time. I mean, absolutely. And I, I still got rid amazing. of it. Still yeah, amazing. Still amazing. Compared still to like what we look at, still amazing. Like better. And if you think about how old it is, in particular, you know, yeah, it's in, incredible. But then you've and they, you know, if you go into a Best Buy or something like that, I mean, their TVs are so nice. Yeah. And it's it's like they've got parts of their company. You know, if I see a Sony TV in yeah. Best Buy, you know, it just looks different. It looks better. It looks, you know, I think the only the only company that really rivals them anymore. You know, most of the most of the flat screens look cheap. I would mm-hmm. I would argue. I think Samsung mm-hmm. does an okay job, but I think mm-hmm. LG. LG, does a, yeah, does a really nice job with the aesthetics. But Sony's yeah. pictures. If you go into Best Buy and they, almost any time they've got a TV sitting out somewhere where, where people can watch it, it's a Sony. Mm-hmm. Almost always, yeah. because they still do it better. Problem is that it's you know their TVs are one and a half x at least. Yeah. Uh, and so, so, but but so kid, what, what I'd love to see what other TVs you can get that have Sony screens but are marketed yeah. some other way because I bet that's how you get the screen. I bet so. Know. Yeah. Yeah, but I think interesting. it's it's interesting to 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 watch these companies that have been so good for so long it is, really start to stub their toe. It's and it's sad. I mean, you know, you see Kodak disappearing. Yeah, Kodak, go, yeah, Kodak goes out of business or declares bankruptcy. It's You've unbelievable. Got, I mean, these I guys mean, that company's been around forever. Totally. Kodak was it. I yeah. mean, if you didn't have your picture printed on Kodak paper, yeah, well, you were you know, nobody. You were yeah. just an idiot, right? That's <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. And, and so, so, so how, how does a company like that go from that space or that occupying, you know, they're every, if you said pictures, you were talking about Kodak in that, in that yeah, conversation at sure. some point, sure. <laughs> you're talking about photography. Kodak was going to come up yep. and they have gone from that to completely irrelevant. Yeah. And it's like, and they just, here's like the they thing. missed it. No, I taught, see, I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you why I think, because back in the day, so, uh, sorry, uh, Kodak made a digital back for a Nikon body for the Associated Press. And the reason I know this is because I bought one, uh, but used one off of eBay 100 million years ago. The uh-huh. pictures, it was like a 
one megapixel. I was really low res, right? It was not. Right. It had like a like a SCSI port on this. I was old <laughs> oh, wow. school. Scuzzy. Like ah, it was yeah, it was just like nineties, like crazy, and yeah. and it was so forward thinking because you had this. Here's a because I remember taking a picture and not hearing a motor grind. Yeah. You know, it was amazing. So, and yep. you could take maybe five pictures on the PCI card that they, or the PCM CIA card they had slotted in there, which had a overwhelming capacity of 16 megabytes or something like this. <laughs> you could take like eight pictures or whatever it was, right. Right? right? And then, and then that was it. And I'm thinking, you know, this is it. This is the beginning of the DSLR, you know, revolution. This is, this is it. This is where yeah. it's going to all be. And yeah. you saw all these companies take off, yet, uh, Kodak went absolutely nowhere from there. And yeah. I sat there thinking, like, what's the deal? Well, they are looking at it internally, at least the people running the business. These are not bad people. These are no. people concentrating on making Kodak's product better. They are focused on making, you know, doing whatever is necessary to to make that product better to, to the exclusion of this. So probably you know, siphoning off the uh, funding to the digital back uh, uh, department and, and doing everything that you would kind of normally do as a company, but yeah. n- except for reinventing yourself. Whereas the yep. reinventing yourself was happening because I saw it, right? But yep. those guys just, it c- totally caved in on itself and it became an absolutely nothing. And then Nikon started making digital cameras, did complete DSLRs, the whole thing, not just a digital back, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Canon was doing the same right about the same time. And they just absolutely obliterated, you know, Kodak. Kodak, of course, never made uh, single lens reflex, but, you know, whatever. They were, they, they had something there. So I think what happened is they, uh, they failed, they, they saw themselves as film processors or a film company, not as an image company. I think that's the, they saw themselves as, you know, all of the, they had all these plants making all the paper and yeah, you have to see yourself as an image making company, not a film company or else. And it's a huge distinction. Yeah, very, very obviously. Yeah, uh, as as they're now finding out, finding out. But so, it's really, so, it's really sad. Yeah, it totally is. And I mean, I, I see the same. I mean, Rim, Rim is a messaging company. They should make the best, you know, hardware keyboard phone that just does messaging better than anyone else. That's what they yeah. should make. I, well, I think they're shit to say. You know, I remember reading. If you remember the London riots a couple months back. Yeah. Um, there was a. I read an article. I think it was in the Wall Street Journal about the fact that all of the all of the rioters, all of that was coordinated using BlackBerry messaging. Yeah. And and it was a because that's a private messaging network, and and so there was this big stink about you know should RIM be opening up you know should they allow right. the law, law enforcement the law, to come yeah. on and and find out who's doing what and all these other things, but. The thing is, is that RIM has that space, right? They're the only yeah. proprietary messaging company really left. Yep. And it's secure if you, t- if you, you know, I've got a brother-in-law that has top secret clearance and he doesn't carry anything except a BlackBerry. Yeah. Uh, for that reason, because that reason, the, net- sure. the network is private. Um, yeah. all, of his, all of his mail, all of his texts, assuming they're going from a BlackBerry to a BlackBerry are private. Yeah. And and so they've got this niche, right? Yeah. That seems to be a. Re- I mean, that's a pretty solid niche. You're talking about security. You're talking about you know just occupying that space and doing that well. Yeah. Um. You know why not focus there? 
Yeah. Instead, not worry. And I would, I would submit, get out of, maybe even get out of the hardware thing and just become a messaging company. Yeah. Where, I mean, think about, I, if, but, you know, think about if you could use, think about an Apple, an iPhone app that allows me to use the BlackBerry network to do secure texting. Yeah, sure. There you, you know, go. Something like that. Yeah, just, just hit, that's what, that's a great idea. That's what they should do. They should just hit the, hit the uh, Apple store with that, with yeah. BBM client. Yeah, or their and their own proprietary yeah. mail client. Yeah, all right. I yeah, mean, Apple probably wouldn't allow Apple that. Apple will in, kick but. that out, but yeah, but very interesting. I mean, you know, I don't know. It's it's. I just find this whole recent turnover of a lot of CEOs very interesting because they're making statements about, you know, kind of where where they're setting the ball, where they're you know putting where they think the puck is going to be, and they're trying to skate to it. And some people are just. It's just fallen off a cliff and others are just doing so well and it's so stark the difference and, and you know, inside the cacophony of, a, of an organization, I can understand how you miss some of these things. Like right. it's, it's, more, it's more visible to an outsider, I suppose. Anyway, yeah. I believe that's, that's probably all the time we've got for today. Run a little over actually, but um, – we want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, please uh, hit us up with comments on, uh, on iTunes, and uh, we will be back at you next week.